Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. I'm your host Tim, and today we are continuing our Christmas special with guest Brian Earl from the podcast Christmas Past. So Brian, a big part of Christmas is the music. Why do traditional Christmas songs tend to come from the era around the 1940s and 50s? Yeah, it's an interesting question because a lot of those, and it it sort of ties into why they sound the way that they do, because a lot of popular music from that era was inspired by jazz standards. And it's no coincidence that you have people like Bing Crosby, who are some of the, the biggest names in what we now refer to as the American standards of Christmas music. So there are a lot of things that come from other countries, from other times, the traditional carols, but most popular music that we associate with Christmas in America is, as you correctly point out, from the 1940s and 50s. Every decade that came since has sort of left their mark. We will get Feliz Navidad from the 70s or Christmas wrapping from the 80s or the 90s gave us the inescapable all I want for Christmas is you. Although I, I do have to say the last 20 years haven't really produced a heck of a lot in terms of enduring classics. But there was just a big songwriting machine going on back in the 40s and 50s that produced most of what we have and and probably will have. It's becoming clear as you explain all of the history around Christmas that Christmas is really a continuous evolution with different things being added each generation. It really is true that most people would be surprised to realize how much of Christmas that we celebrate now is really, really new. People from even four or five generations ago would take a look at the way that we celebrate and they would barely recognize it. They'd wonder what this is with the Christmas tree. That is a very new tradition. Uh, Even giving gifts, very, very new. Wrapping paper is one of the newer things that we do. Um, And actually, there's an interesting story there, too, because... It was common sometimes to wrap gifts in in tissue paper, but the idea of festive gift wrap was really because one day the Hallmark Brothers, who ran a store in North Carolina, um, had run out of of tissue paper. And all they had in the back room was some of this fancy envelope lining they had imported from France to use for their stationery. They said, here, why don't you use this again uh, instead? And it just flew off the shelves. And that's really where we get this whole tradition of wrapping gifts uh, in the way that we currently do. So... Yeah, there's a lot about it that's that's evolving and continues to evolve. It's never going to be done. And what are some of the more recent and modern additions to Christmas then? So I think some of the things that we're seeing happen in real time are the advent of the ironic ugly Christmas sweater, right? That's a, a, a tradition that we've seen come out of nowhere within our lifetimes. We can trace that back to uh, some parties that were happening in, in Brooklyn in the late 90s. It was really this this uh, hipster trend from New York that became the juggernaut that it is. And I think another evolution that we're watching happen in real time is the length of the Christmas season. Another thing that's changed over the years in Early times, the period leading up to Christmas was what we know as the Advent season. It was a period of fasting and restraint and all of that. And the Christmas season began on Christmas and ended 12 days later, like the 12 days of Christmas. It ended on 12th night. However, for a while, Christmas was something that you would maybe put up your tree a day before Christmas, if you had one at all, two days before Christmas. In the early 20th century, that's when retailers like Macy's and Wanamaker's and Woolworth's were saying, hey, why don't we make it so that the Christmas season starts on Thanksgiving? So you have this five-week season for shopping. 
We accept the Christmas season as being the five weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas. That is completely arbitrary and very new. And I believe we're actually watching that start to change again, where Hallmark is starting to run movies in October. Uh, you're starting to see the, it's been true for a long time that you'd see decorations on the shelves starting even before Halloween. And I'm convinced that within one or two generations, that's going to be a mainstream accepted idea that the Christmas season starts sometime in October. I know that you run your podcast throughout the year, Brian, but I'm sure it makes someone like you very happy to think that Christmas is starting earlier each year. Well, when you celebrate all year round, the whole notion of the Christmas season is fairly arbitrary, but it does make me happy to know that others will accept the idea. Now, one of the things I've always wondered is Christianity did not originate from a northern country. It came from the Middle East, where it is hot and certainly not white or snowy. So where does that winter aesthetic to Christmas come from? Well, it's really as Christianity rolled through Europe and started to pick up a lot of the traditions, like we already mentioned, of things like decorating with evergreens during the winter, etc. It's where we get a lot of the wintry imagery and a lot of that really old uh, traditional imagery and, and practices. So it didn't start out uh, where it ended up, but of course it had to move through those places and picked up little pieces of, of their uh, traditions. Uh, with that said, I grew up in New England where I've seen plenty of my, uh, my share of white Christmases. I live in California now and it just doesn't make sense when I go to Starbucks and the windows are festooned with those uh, you know, snowflake decorations. It really doesn't seem to add up. And it's true for a lot of people, even here in America, where Christmas is the dominant cultural holiday of the year. Uh, there's, you know, hearing songs about snow and seeing movies and pictures that contain snow where they've never seen a white Christmas and maybe never will. Okay, now a final question, which is about NORAD. How does NORAD and Google track Santa? And why is that even a thing? Well, it all started by accident, and I forget the year, but a local newspaper had erroneously published the phone number for NORAD in a Christmas ad saying that you can call the Santa Claus hotline and tell Santa what you want for the year. So kids started calling. There's a, a colonel named Harry Shoup who was manning the, the phone that day. And the phone rang, and it was the kind of thing where if that phone rang, you, you would break into a sweat before you answered it because it was never good news. He enters the phone, and a kid is on the other line saying, are you Santa Claus? And he was very quick thinking, Colonel Shoup was. It didn't take him long to figure out what must be going on and decided to pretend he was Santa Claus. And then th that's how the tradition started. Now, NORAD says that the way that they track Santa is through their quote-unquote integrated defense system. So the radar, the sonar, the fighter jets, all of the things that they use for the things that NORAD legitimately does throughout the year, they're using to ensure Santa's safe travel. Um, how Google and other sites do it, I really couldn't speak to that. The NORAD is the classic and uh, the, the, the longest-running program of its kind. Thanks, Brian. Each year, I feel there's more and more to learn from you, Brian. So thank you for coming on Explain Like I'm Five. Oh, well, uh, thank you very much for having me on and Merry Christmas to you and your listeners. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5thepodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you and I'm sure Brian would too if you've got suggestions for us or future questions. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five and we will see you all next week.